On today's episode, we have a fun topic for you. We're going to talk about some tips on how to live with a non-vegan partner. This could also be applied, I think, to anyone who lives with a spouse who maybe is on a different food journey than themselves. So sit tight and let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Bull of Life podcast with your hosts, Joe and Sarah Hayes. We are so glad you are here with us today talking about food, faith, and family and how each of those topics impact our everyday life. The purpose of this podcast is to provide you with the inspiration to live your life more abundantly. On this podcast, we will talk openly about what we consume. Whether that means what goes on our plate and in our mouths. Or what we see, hear, and listen to, and how that can change our mindset for the day. We truly believe life is a journey. And that is full of lessons for each and every one of us to apply if we can get quiet and listen. We are so glad we get to experience this life journey together with you. So hey, go grab a spoon. Or fork. And let's go. And welcome once again to, to the Bull of Life podcast. Today on episode two, Joe and I are going to dive into how to live with a non-vegan partner. Because in reality, I know this topic very well firsthand. I guess you could say the same thing about Joe as well. So first though, as a reminder, you can find all the show notes for this episode on our sponsor blog, badtothebull.com forward slash two. So back to living with a non-vegan. So first I have to say that this works well for Joe and I because honestly, he is already a plant curious person. I love to cook, and overall, he's just a super amazing human being and husband, but we know that this isn't always the case for everybody, and for some people, when they live with a spouse who is on a different food journey than themselves, it can be downright hostile, and you know, these tips apply to everyone. I mentioned that before because they really do. If I were to be honest, when it comes to meal planning, I'm in the kitchen a lot because of the variety our family consumes. But I digress. Let's give our best tips on how we make this work as a 100% plant-based and 50% plant-based couple. And so, Joe, what is our first tip that we have? Well, I mean, to be honest, obviously, I I didn't even start out this 50% plant-based. This has been a growing thing. I've been your, it's your typical American guy, right? Where you grow up, you know, you eat your meat and potatoes, blah, blah, blah. Oh, come on, guys. Honestly, his parents had a huge garden, and he would eat green beans raw out of the garden okay so let's just remember that as he's talking about that he eats your typical american diet oh okay okay (laughs) i do love the garden did always grow up with that so (laughs) but but yeah but knowing how that affects a person's life or what is different you know that is new having gone through this journey uh with sarah and i now it's about making healthier choices how does it impact my life at this point knowing just how how it makes a person feel how it can affect your body and that that has been a real eye-opening thing for me for both of us but even 
as I have sat back and watched this progress and Sarah dive into this more and more, it is just it has really shown me a lot. It it all what really sticks in my mind is is when at first she went down this journey and dealing with with headaches and inflammation from some things that had happened in life and trying everything and ibuprofen and you know how do you get away from that you can't do that all the time and just was wow all of a sudden wait you know looking like you're not really in that much pain you're no and i've cut back on ibuprofen and things i need to take to help with the pain and and all of a sudden it's just a slow progression and and i also just just eating and, and noticing how food makes you feel has been impactful um just after eating a, a certain meal of like wow I, I ate something you know maybe not so good for me wow i don't feel that good and well if i just eat better you feel better and like wow it, it seems pretty basic but it uh it isn't it, it it's a shift it, Right, yeah. So you would say the first tip then for maybe a couple that is going through the situation where they each kind of have different food choices that it's very helpful to approach it maybe from a um, like a healthy preventative kind of care kind of measure like this new lifestyle right. I'm on is about making healthier choices. Right, right. I, I believe, yeah. I mean, I, I, I could think anyone would be interested in that. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, if they aren't, they should be, right? Well, right. <laughs> and, you know, you brought up how I had been researching going plant-based because of inflammation issues. And that is why I went plant-based is because, um, you know, I tried everything. I had gone to the doctor. They had put me on really steroid-type medication, which, wow, that makes you feel wacky. And then they sent me to the physical therapy, and that's just not – you can't do that forever every day. <laughs> um and then, you know, it just came down to, okay, I'm just going to take ibuprofen and live with it until I was like – I don't know if I really want to live that way, taking that every day. And there's got to be, and, and I would still get headaches too. So, and so approaching it, I think with your partner from a healthier choice um, is really like, I'm doing this to, you know, be healthier or maybe solve some type of health problem. Maybe you didn't feel the best. Um, you know, we, we've recently had friends who went on Whole30 and I think they started it as a, oh, we're just going to be healthier this year and it's a new diet for us. And then um, the wife discovered, whoa, hey, like I think dairy has been my issue all along. Like she actually had thought it was gluten a few years ago, but it was actually dairy that was not making her feel that well when she ate a lot of dairy. Um, so really, you know, is about you know, supporting your spouse and their choice to make some healthier choices or maybe even to solve a health underlying health problem. Right. And yeah, that that's key, supporting each other and um 
one thing that that sticks out to me is just you know people can look at it and think oh I, what are you doing why are you doing that oh you're just you're gonna eat you're gonna eat weird or you know it's not gonna taste good and um, Sarah's just by showing me and introducing and, and finding recipes that are good it's like I I just buy it and it's not like oh you don't have to twist my arm like I want to eat it so it I mean that, that makes it real easy too so it's not it, it's not like you have to get pushed into this thing. right yes so thank you honey <laughs> so all right so tip number two so that was tip number one make it about healthier choices make it about you know maybe your preventative health care you're kind of taking that into your own hands type of situation and you know it wouldn't be even be beyond saying that in this time of pandemic that we live in, that could also be your reason for wanting to make healthier choices with the food that you put in your body. Maybe um, that is part of your preventative pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so our second tip is to shift the mindset. So start to look at it as it's not about what you're giving up. It's about what you're adding in. So as Joe said just a minute ago, it, you know, key for him was, you know, that I found some new recipes. I still made food really appealing. And, you know, eating plant-based, I think, and I'll speak for the plant-based, um, you know, lifestyle. I always hate to call it a diet because it's such a weird world word in our culture. But for the plant-based diet, um, eating the rainbow is a huge thing because you're plant-based. You're eating plants. So um, it's not about eating a bunch of junk food, but plants are so colorful. And Joe has always been great at appreciating a plate that is colorful. And if you think about it, we eat with our eyes first. And maybe our smell, too, that can be worked into it. But when you see the food and it looks appealing, you want to eat it. And plants are so vibrant and so colorful. And really, it's about adding new things in. It's about discovering new things. Our taste buds are always changing. So you can't say, and I use this excuse with my kids a lot, when they're like, well, I don't like that. And I'm like, but you haven't tried it, so how do you know you don't like it? (laughs) I mean, they say it takes, you know, exposure of, I don't even know, and I'm not going to quote the exposure, but it takes quite a significant amount of times of exposure to a new food to like it. Now, that's often referenced in kids, but should probably be referenced into adults as well. But just once you kind of just commit to trying some new things, there's so many fun new, not new vegetables, but there's fun vegetables out there to try. Just go look around the produce section, grab a few. Um, you know, check out some recipes on it, hit up Pinterest, hit up our own sponsor blog, Bad to the Bowl, and, you know, just try out some new things. You might discover that you really, really enjoy something that you thought you weren't gonna. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It, like Sarah said, it, it's the don't knock it till you try it, really. And I specifically just, I like food. I 
I don't mind trying anything. My one big hang-up is bananas, but I like to say if someone asks me if I'm going to eat something, it's like, oh, what do you, will you eat this? I was like, yep, I eat anything, just it's bananas. I, but anyway, so, it, and, and even that I'm starting to warm up to. But, um, but yeah, it's, and that's really what it is. It's just, it's just trying new things um, and not being afraid to and not, not just thinking, oh, well, I've tried that before. I'm like, well, but have you tried it this way? Or cooked it different. Um, yeah, I mean, firsthand, I will say, even when I went plant-based, I was like, no tofu. Heck no, I do not like tofu. And then we went on a trip to Disney, and literally that was the only vegan item I felt like they served at almost every meal was tofu. But they prepared it really good. And I came home and I was like bound and determined to figure out some of their methods for cooking tofu because they made it so delicious tasting. And now I like tofu. So go figure. See, even as a plant-based person who loves to try new foods, I was even skeptical about some things. So um, there's always room for improvement in our lives when we shift the mindset to what are we adding in versus what we're giving up. Yeah, and I must say too, I I enjoy tofu now also, and like going back to preparing it differently. Like now we even we even smoke it sometimes. Yeah, and that's pretty dang delicious. And we'll be up someday on our sponsor blog <laughs> that recipe for it. So tip number three. So don't take it personally, and don't try to force it on anybody. And that everyone's entitled to to their opinion, right? And I guess one thing Sarah's never done to me is, you know, like, oh, this is, you know, this is all we're going to eat. You're done. Everyone's done eating a different way. I'm not going to cook a bunch of different foods for everybody. And, I mean, thank God that she cooks for us all and, and does a variety, but... I mean, there's many times now that I'm just like, you don't have to cook something different. I'm, well, I'll just, I'll eat what, what you're, what you're making because I like it. And, um, and the, the biggest thing, as anything in life, you, is not to, not to force anything, right? No one wants to get anything forced on them. But if you, um, just try different things, I guess back to the other point, um, and and then pe- people aren't going to take it personally then. Yeah, it's that leading by example, and I've always felt that that is so much better than, you know, once you get into that, well, you have to eat this type of thing. Okay, the the human response to that is always not good when you hear, well, you have to do this. The response is always going to be like, well, no, I don't. (laughs) You know, it's just how we are built. And yes, there probably are some strong people out there who would, you know, are not, you know, are just going to go along with it because they don't care. Um, But for the most part, when someone says you have to do this, you have to eat this way, especially when it comes to eating people really take that personally it's like spirituality politics and food people get really really touchy about those subjects so you know just you know be kind don't take it personally lead by example um all those things and i think it goes back to especially in 
plant-based and vegan. It's all about compassion for each other. And the minute you start saying you have to do this and you, you're forcing it on someone, to me, that just screams the opposite of compassion. So let's just, you know, lead by example. Don't take it personally on both sides. You know, that goes both ways for the person who is testing out a new diet and the person who still wants to eat their way. You know, that goes both sides. Don't make fun of them for wanting to try something new. And the person who's trying something new, don't make fun of the other person for not wanting to try it. Um, just be compassionate and respectful. So our fourth tip is to build a base meal you can each customize. And this can be done so easily. So say, you know, the one thing you love to do with your partner, spouse, kids, whatever, is you love to cook together. But suddenly you have this new diet and everyone's a little like, eh, now we can't have that special time together in the kitchen. Well, yeah, you could. You could. You could build a stir fry at the end. One person adds what they want to. Maybe it's uh, they're still eating meat. They add their meat. The other person adds some beans or tofu. Boom, done. You could do that for a big salad as a meal. You could do that. Tacos, so easy to do that. Um, black bean tacos. Other people have their you know ground beef tacos. So easy to build a base meal that you can you can customize. Um, now I will say it does get a little out of hand in our family, and I've maybe complained about that. Um, not so much about the cooking of it. It's more just the doing the dishes part that I'm like, now I have three pots of spaghetti <laughs> to to wash. But that's when Joe steps in and helps with the dishes. So, so yeah, you could still do the dishes together too in the kitchen. So, but building the base meal. Um, so the spaghetti would be another example. Um, you know, someone wants to add their meatballs in. You know, you do your pasta, do your sauce together, quick split it. Someone adds the meatballs. Other person, you know, maybe adds some extra, you know, veggies to make it more of a primavera type of thing. Or or even if, you know, you needed to make the sauce, maybe marinara together. But one person does gluten-free noodles and the other person does regular. So many ways once you start thinking about it that you can customize it. So. And that makes me think of... Yeah, also like our like Mexican night when we do that, that would be similar where Sarah and I can easily make a like a, a salad, and if I want to add you know some some ground beef or something to it, and one of the other kids does it another way, it, it, yeah, it, it makes for a pretty easy meal. Yeah, so it all works out. So, what is our fifth tip? So fifth, find some fun vegan foods that we like or or maybe you're familiar with um you know so i mean one of the, one of the hard hard things is um mixing up uh, you know what what kind of sauces are are going to be okay or what what sour cream or or cheeses or desserts different things and there's just so many different things out there that that been that Sarah's introduced me to now um look through the list of uh there's tofu sour cream now it's like wow i okay that's great i, I don't i don't need the others um there's different cashew sauces and different cheesy sauces that she comes up with um they just like i mean i almost almost like them better and they actually feel better 
when you eat them. So, I mean, there's not the sometimes bad side effects. Right, yeah. And the great thing is, um, and we're speaking specifically about the plant-based diet here, um, but there's so many new things out there that are coming out, um, especially regarding the plant-based diet, Beyond Meat, Impossible Foods. Um, Dr. Prager's has some great stuff. Um, Gardein has great stuff. You know, even Morningstar has been around for a long time, but a lot of their stuff has gone, you know, all kind of vegan. Um, so there's a lot of familiar foods out there that you can either make or you can find. Um, you know, I wouldn't eat prepackaged all the time. That's a whole different subject. But if it helps you kind of come to that middle common ground of, hey, that's familiar to me. Hey, that actually tastes pretty good. Um, you know, then go for it. It's not going to be the worst thing in the world. <laughs> right, yeah, and that, that key of familiarity, right, is is a definitely important, I don't know, step or whether it's just continues. But, yeah, we all like things that we're familiar with. Like, oh, I don't want to be like, oh, boy, I used to love that, and I had to get rid of it. You know, no one, no one wants that. Right, yeah, I think that goes back to a point we talked earlier, like kind of shift that mindset to being open-minded um, versus negative-minded. Because you know what? That negative person, they don't feel that great when they say that anyways. <laughs> so the sixth one we have, sixth tip here is arm yourself with knowledge and respect. So this is a little bit different than what we talked about, like don't take it personally. So um, this goes with everybody. Um, arm yourself with the knowledge about your new lifestyle so when you do get questions, you can answer them knowledgeably. Um, and then it goes, you know, again, that respect for, for each other and just, um, okay, yeah, I'll hear you out. I'll hear you out about your new diet and, you know, how it works for you. And, you know, that's just being kind and respectful and listening. And that just goes way beyond even just food. That's just kind of a life lesson there at that point. But um, really kind of knowing the ins and outs of your diet and why you're doing it and, um, you know, all those things really go a long way. I think, you know, especially when you get that person who just wants to beat you over the head with maybe every wrong thing that maybe they've read about your diet. <laughs> Just so you can feel good about answering them back because you have the knowledge to do that. <laughs> and, you know, so disarm yourself with knowledge and respect to each other. So our seventh tip is establish non-plant food-based handling. And I know this kind of is a big one for me, and I, I don't know. Um, I think I've always just not liked touching meat. But Joe, so give us us your best tip on how you could establish um, living with a partner who, you know, one's plant-based, one's not, so there's still meat in the house. Yeah, I, and I'm, I guess it, I'm pretty uh, conscious of, of that. I understand like okay yeah i think we, we got to be be careful no matter what but with handling meat and i like things clean and wash and um but just just keeping i guess one thing having a nice space to keep things separate if you're doing preparation at the same time is definitely important um and and making sure things are clean um but and it hasn't really been too much of an issue for us that that i've noticed 
No, no, it's not. Um, you know, I think even before I went plant based, I, you heard me complain often, like, yeah, I don't want to touch the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've always felt kind of squeamish, and like you said, like, the whole germ and issue with, I don't know, is it germs that are in me? Bacteria. Bacteria, yeah. Um, you know, it, you know, we've always kind of been squeamish about that, but it's definitely just having that open. Here you go again. A lot of these points just go back to be open, communicate with each other, figure it out without getting mad or upset or... You know, or even thinking in your head, well, geez, now i got to mess with his meat now or whatever. I mean, come on. That's just a negative thought right there. Just put a stop to it and just be open-minded about, you know, and then it's respectful. So maybe if your partner knows that it gives you a little, you know, like makes you feel kind of icky, they step in. They say, hey, you know what? If we have meat, I'm just going to handle it. I'm going to cook it. I'm going to touch it. Don't worry about it. So, again, it's just that respect. Yeah, just help each other out like like you do with anything else, I suppose, right? Right, or should, right? Well, <laughs> so, or, or should, right. All right, so the next point, a tip we have is have the conversation about your kids. So this is, I think, a really important conversation because, um, you know, I think we could say it would be like have the child-rearing conversation. So how will your children eat? And that's an important conversation if you have children. If your one spouse says, hey, I'm going to go plant-based, another one's like, well, I'm not, then it's suddenly like, well, what are our kids going to eat? You know, or what if we're plant-based at home, but they go to grandma's house and she's not plant-based and she thinks it's okay to give them ice cream, but we don't serve ice cream at home. You know, so these are all things to think through. And, um, you know, honestly, for us, this isn't a big deal, but I know that it can be in a lot of families um, a big deal because, you know, they might think, well, if we play based at home and then they go out, then my kids, you know, are going to, you know, they can't eat whatever. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they say, this is, you can't eat whatever. You know, we're okay with that if we're outside the house. Um so, you know, really just, I think, having that conversation and really thinking through. Um, and it's more of a think through it before it happens so you don't get caught with the deer in the headlights look. Uh, like, and then you start fighting in front of people and everyone feels awkward. Right. And then I guess just you, know, you hope that at some point your your child, it's just their, their choice it, and they they embrace it. Um, you know, I think of our son who he makes, he made the choice of what he wants to eat. And so then, then it's not hard, right? After you get to that point and you just, um, and if they're out somewhere, they're like, no, this is the way I eat. And, and then arm them also how they can, if they need to discuss it with somebody as, as a child, cause you know, that can be really hard on a kid too. Yeah, for sure. So have the child-rearing conversation. Definitely important tip um, when it comes to the different lifestyle food choices. So number nine would be offer to cook more or to try more. So what do we mean when we say that, Joe? Well, if, if your wife is handling the cooking, but you're the one that goes plant-based, 
I guess offer to offer to cook more. Um, or if you're not the cook and your partner is, menu plan. Just try something new together. Share it, mix it up. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it just goes back to, hey, this is a new journey for us all. And it can either be a, oh my gosh, can't believe we have to do this. Or it can be an exciting, new, fun thing that you do together or explore together or support each other in. Um, you know, it just, I think it really comes back to that mindset thing. Either you're going to be like, oh, so much that I'm giving up or... So much that I'm adding in. And I think we can all agree that when we have the mindset of, I want to have fun. This is going to be fun. This is, you know, so much here to offer me type of thing. You just, uh, you just have a lot more fun. And I think I've said that to our children. I know Joe many, many times when we're out maybe somewhere and they have a new situation, even if it's at the park or something. And they're like, well, I don't know anybody here at the park. I'm like, yeah, because maybe if you went up and were friendly to some other kids, you know, you would have some friends and know some at the park, you know, just so it's like just, you know, approaching situations differently and being open minded about anything in life is always good. Mm -hmm. So this all comes down to our 10th tip. And this, I think, tip we've talked about in all the other nine tips is just communicate. Above it all, communicate. That is really key. Um, you know, communicate with your spouse why you're doing it. Communicate with your family why you've chosen to go on this new food lifestyle adventure. And, you know, and let them know that, you know, they they don't have to go on it with you. I think that um, alleviates a lot of worries, right? When you tell somebody like, oh, well, I'm going to be plant-based now. And sometimes that can be met with like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to feed you now. I don't, wow. You know, you can like leave people tongue-tied. Um, so, you know, just communicate. Like, why are you worried about me trying this out? Um, you know, maybe it goes back to because you cook together all the time. And now, you know, your spouse is worried like that. You won't have that time together anymore. So just above it all, communication is always just really key when it comes to exploring new food choices or just in life altogether. So that, I think, is the best tip, I think, when it comes to living with a non-vegan partner, a, you know, person just doing any type of different lifestyle food choice in yourself. <laughs> so, yeah, anything else that you... you and yeah, I, I I agree. It that communication thing goes far with anything in life, and it's a lot of times it's easy to to be the first thing to go because it's easy just to ignore. And you know, probably there's always the oh, the typical guy thing doesn't want to talk about anything, and um, so I I get that, but um, yeah, it it is really key. Yeah, and I think someone told me recently they they were telling like that their mother-in-law or somebody had told them, well, if you eat different than your spouse, then your relationship is just doomed for failure. 
And when this person told me that they, like, someone had told them that, I'm like, what? Like, doomed for failure? Like, what? <laughs> what? Like, were they not communicating? Were they not being respectful of each other? Like, that's pretty harsh just to say that if you eat differently, it's doomed for failure. <laughs> I just, I think I was just kind of blown away because I looked at my own life and was like, well, while Joe and I eat a lot of the same things, we eat a bit differently, but yet I, I hold no hostility for the way he eats and, or anybody else for the way they eat. Um, you know, like when you approach it that now, obviously, you know, I want to say I, promote a very healthy lifestyle and I think everybody can eat more plants um but at the same time I'm not going to dangle that in front of your face or hold it over your head you know type of thing because that's not good either (laughs) so we hope you enjoyed this episode and we would love to know what journey you are on are you in a vegan, non-vegan relationship? Are you in a relationship where both of you eat differently? How has that affected your family? How has that affected your relationship with your spouse? We we want to know. We would just love to hear from you and be interested in your own experience. So slide into our DMs over at Bad to the Bowl on any social media platform and let us know. And Did you miss some of the points in this episode? Well, you can check out the show notes over at our sponsored blog, badtothebull.com forward slash two. And last but not least, maybe you're looking for support in your plant-based food journey. Perhaps you don't have that support at home and you need... um, you need, you need to figure that out. You need, you need some people to talk with about being plant-based or joining up with some other plant-based food enthusiasts, at least just to share common experiences because that's always great in life. So we have launched a group and would love for you to be part of it. It's on Facebook, of course, as any group right now. It is at um, the Eat More Plants Challenge, and you can find all of that information on the show notes. So once again, that's badtothebull.com forward slash two. And we would love for you to be in the Eat More Plants Challenge. We're going to be having so much fun in the group, sharing recipes, sharing tips, just um, sharing all sorts of fun things. So come join us. It's the Eat More Plants Challenge Facebook group. So we would love to see you there. Once again, that was the Eat More Plants Challenge on Facebook. So, thanks again, guys. Bye. Go eat some plants. Bye.